Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound is episode 374 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I, of course, am Brian Breaker. And I am, as always, being joined by Big Underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. Kind of uh, into that uh, that weird. We're in that weird weather, right? Yeah. Where it's like you assume it's warm outside, then you walk outside and you're like, ah, it's actually kind of chilly. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a lousy smarch weather again. Yeah, yeah. long sleeve tee and shorts, just in case, you know. Yeah. Uh, I need those. I need like those breakaway pants that you can, you know, like that have the Velcro halfway down, so they could be shorts. Yeah, that's what the type of pants I need. It was always fun, like, to, like just go and just like rip them off somebody because they were like, "Damn it!" Just yes. had to snap them off. Yeah, oh yeah, like the, yeah, oh yeah. There was uh, definitely quite a few people in high school that or, or uh, junior high that were those. They were the remember what else was real popular was the um, khaki pants that mm-hmm. you could turn into shorts. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> super super ugly. Oh yeah, but because it's like. I got pants that I can turn into shorts. Yeah. But when you see them, you're like, dude, that's awesome. Yes. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of wrestling talk this week. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk, some fun stuff there. We are uh, we are officially wrapped up with uh, Spring Skirmish. Yes. Moving on to Boss Fight. We can, we can talk about a little Spring Skirmish, though, results and things we'll, like we'll that. We'll talk some Spring Skirmish. Boss Fight's our next big event coming up. Mm-hmm. And of course, the next round of our tournament, Marvel versus DC, which I think is going to be very interesting. Not interesting yet, I don't think, because we're still kind of ironing out the DC and Marvel. But when we get to the finals, man, it's going to be... Uh, That's when it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Yes. Um, now, before we get into any of our topics here, I don't know if you saw this, but San Diego Comic-Con is officially... Because they were going to do like the SDCC at home again in the summer. Okay. They've officially announced they're going to do a smaller venue, but do it in November. Okay. So... Like, if you're a wrestling figure fan, you're probably thinking, well, damn it, there's my summer reveals, you know? Because right. that's what all these companies gear up for is to reveal everything during the summer. So, for one, I wonder, A, will this be, like, hugely packed? Oh, yeah, will we? You think so? Oh, yeah. Even in November? I think so. 
You think so? Think yeah. I think it'll be kind of opened up by that point. I don't think it'll be open, open, but yeah, I think pe- people are dumb enough to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's people dumb enough to go to WrestleMania this weekend. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's this weekend. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yep. It doesn't feel like WrestleMania. No, it doesn't. That's probably because the card's kind of shite. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem that great. Yeah. And I think it's also because it's like the same logos as last year. Right. They did the exact same place. And yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Not not to get off topic from that. But yeah, I mean, there's a couple good matches on the card. But like, it just doesn't doesn't feel like WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the whole... I'm not trying to like dive into like all the COVID stuff. But I know when March 2020 happened, I would have assumed by that summer but everything would be good of course yeah yeah and it wasn't yeah then november hit and it wasn't so now we are in april of 2021 my instinct says oh november will be good yeah but i think i'm just so jaded by oklahoma because i i i work in the uh linen industry picking up at restaurants and the restaurants have been so busy oh yeah the past couple of months and it's like okay clearly people just quit giving an F about COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, but I mean, I, I guess the vaccines are rolling out now. So, right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. But anyway, that's coming up in November, smaller capacity. So it'll be, and of course that could change. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of in course. that time. But I'm kind of curious to see what the reveals will be like. Um, because not having those big toy events, because, you know, Marvel announced stuff there. All these, all these big companies announced everything at SDCC. Yeah. So that kind of changed plans for everybody. So, Anyway, yeah. we'll see what happens there. We shall see. Uh, I did. I did see. I think it was the co-host of Boots to the Face. He uh, he was mad because he had tickets for SDCC this summer, mm-hmm. and now it's in November and it's like around Thanksgiving. Yeah, and he's like, "I work a job that doesn't let you offer Thanksgiving because it's a retail job." Mm. So he's like, "I'm screwed." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, I didn't think about that, but that sucks." Yeah, that really does. So anyway, uh, we got some wrestling talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. Big underscore band. We got quite a bit of wrestling talk we're going to dive into, as you can see. Uh, first of all, did you happen to see the new IWGP title design? Oh, I did. Now you're a belt guy. Yes, you've always been a like. Anytime there's a new title or whatever, you're always very curious what it's going to look like. I, I mean, we we talked, we saw the Okada figure from mm-hmm. Super Seven a couple of weeks ago. It comes with a title. I think New Japan's got some of the best looking titles. They did. <laughs> but why go to this? Yeah, this uh, they they took a huge move from WWE's playbook and took something amazing and made it look like garbage. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. And I saw a lot of people comparing it to the uh, Butterfly Divas belt, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's not far off." And then people compared it to Cody's tattoo, and I was like, oh, "That's yeah. not far off." I think I even saw someone <laughs> compare it to like the the Green Ranger shield. Yes, <laughs> that might have been Travis Fowler. I could be wrong, but, but it's like I, I totally get that you want something different. But when it comes to championship belts, I don't feel like you need redesigns. Mm. I, I feel like. There's a little bit of heritage that comes with those. Sure. And I mean, unless the ti- unless you have an idea that's going to make it better, don't touch the classic. <laughs> well, see, that's actually kind of why in, I think it was 98 when Austin won the title, mm-hmm. he had the classic winged eagle and Vince presented him with like the bigger winged eagle. Yes. 
But that was kind of like what you were saying. Like that was kind of like an upgrade. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, okay. It looked like a world title. But it looks similar, mm-hmm. but not exactly the same. Yes. I don't know about you, but this one really bothered me um, when they had the uh, undisputed title, but it was two belts. Yeah. So you had basically the WWE title, the World Heavyweight title, and they converged them into this, that undisputed title. Yes, basically the new WWE Championship. And it just was, it it, it was ugly. It was not, it was not a good looking title. I mean, it was. It was small. Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean, when you take, when you take two of the, like literally two of the biggest titles, like physically they were huge titles and can like put them into this looks like almost a toy in comparison. I mean, it was not a good look and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was never a fan of those titles. And I also, um, I mean, I, I look at it. I mean, WWE titles have gotten worse and worse since that time. Mm-hmm. Like they have not improved. The only improved title is the United States championship. I do like that one. I love that title. It's got like, it's got detail. It has texture. I mean, it is, it's, it's not a flat piece. I mean, there's layers there. It's it's a beautiful title. And then I think the IC title looks like garbage. Yeah. Well, now, uh, back when they went back to the classic design, which actually Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes did that one. He did, yeah. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, I was that's, so happy about that's that. That's super cool. And, yeah. yeah, I was not a – well, I mean, I, I didn't really like when NXT made all their titles kind of the same. Yeah, and, and I get what they were doing. They were trying to make it very UFC-like. But again, it's be your own thing, right? WWE is not UFC, and it shouldn't try to be. Right. Um, but but then you could also say, you know, WWE the main roster does that too with the men's and women's titles, right? So I don't I don't know. Um, but as far as WWE goes, their best looking titles are in NXT UK. Oh, I and, agree, and that's like a very unpopular show <laughs> well and what's weird is like it's so unpopular that like i don't see i don't see us getting nxt uk tag title toy belts <laughs> right for a while right um i mean even they made it they made a walter recently but it was like a ringside exclusive it wasn't like yeah. a main release so it kind of is what it is but yeah this this IWGP, GP title is a huge step down and i i honestly thought the IWGP championship was my favorite title. Oh, it was great. Up until uh, with like a close second was AEW's heavyweight championship. It's a good one too. Um, but yeah, this one, I mean, AEW's got the best looking title now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like you said, it's weird that they would change it so much Yeah, when they could have just like redesigned it and kind of made it yeah different. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Horrible move. I kind of wonder if they'll switch it back. I hope so. I mean, yeah. then again, you know, Japan wrestling is Japan wrestling, man. They, I mean, oh yeah. And what's weird is I've heard that like they've had a lot of people try to hit them up, like, hey, we want to make replica belts, but they were like very against that. Which I don't see. Why. It's something about they don't want that title. Like they don't want anyone to just own it. I'm like, that's to me. It's like we are literally trying to hand you thousands of dollars, right? And you're saying nope. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to do that. Yeah, but it was the same with action figures. They had several people approach them with figures for years. Mm-hmm. Never happened until just recently. So it's, again, it's one of those things like your product. I mean, like these figures are honestly three years too late. Oh, yeah. If they had been. If they had done it when they were the hottest company ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it would have been huge. Right. Of course, that being said, we might not have AEW. Yeah. Because all those guys would still be over there. That's true. (laughs) Um, Some Hall of Fame announcements. First of all, I'm sure you're ready for this one. 
He is one of the most influential stars of our time. And I'm talking about William Shatner. <laughs> You're not wrong because he uh, he inspired the Halloween mask. Yes, and he so, did. Uh, yeah, he's going to the Hall of Fame. You How probably know him, yes, from such things as like Star Trek. Yes. Um, Priceline commercials. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're actually we're planning an energy shot maybe for this coming week of just celebrities and wrestling and our overall thoughts on them. This is one of those things where, like, William Shatner came in in, like, 94, 95, and he was doing some stuff with Jerry Lawler mm-hmm. to promote his USA Network show. Yeah. Which, to me, if, if you're, you know, on a USA Network show, your career ain't going upward. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like... I, I know of the USA Network shows. Like, I remember seeing commercials for, you know, Burn Notice and all that yeah, other yeah. crap. Mr. I didn't Robot. Wa- yeah, I never watched any of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone that did. My my favorite show still to this day from USA is Silk Stockings. Silk Stockings. Just because of the intro. Um, Pacific Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, great stuff. But anyway, um, he's going in the celebrity wing. He's made like a handful of appearances. I don't get it personally. I don't really see that. I mean, I understand. I am all about putting a celebrity in. Mike Tyson, absolutely. Yeah. Mr. T, absolutely. Because they bettered the business. Yes. But he did not. Yeah. Uh, it's so different than like Drew Carey. Right. Yeah. I just don't understand. He had what the one appearance in the in the Royal Rumble or whatever. Right. Which was, again, a plug for his improv comedy yeah. pay-per-view that probably no one had even heard was going to happen until he was in the Royal Rumble. Right. So I don't like that qualifies you as a Hall of Famer. Yeah. It just doesn't it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. A little bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but another Hall of Fame announced. Uh, this one, uh, it was kind of heavily rumored, and I feel like he's a guy that should be in the Hall of Fame, although I feel like it's a tad soon, and I'm talking about Rob Van Dam, and you can't say that name without the thumb, right? You cannot. Uh, why, why do you feel like it's a little bit too soon? He's still wrestling. Is he? Yeah, he's an impact and stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't think he's wrestling full-time, full-time, but yeah. I also don't see him being, like, fully retired. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know... I'd like to see him come back in a manager role with Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> Just because they're both potheads. Right. It'd I be mean, fun. I think RVD's got something to offer still. Yeah. I mean, maybe in like a, a certain role. I don't know. He's a very unique character. He always has been. But I remember he was one of the guys that really made me want to watch ECW because I saw this dude that was like doing this crazy. Like he's doing like spinning back kicks, kicking chairs into people's faces. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. And he's got this crazy like airbrushed singlet on. I mean, yeah. he was super unique to see. Um, and then I was a huge fan of him in WWE early on. Mm-hmm. I think after a while, he's one of those guys, the more you see, you're like, okay, it's not that, yeah, not that exciting anymore. Yeah. But he's got a, he's definitely, you know, very influential in the industry. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And, and those, uh, his gear was absolutely one of a kind. I mean, that was one of my favorite things about him. And I think I liked his entrance more than I actually liked him. Yeah, because of the uh, the the pyro and his music. I mean, his music was badass. Oh yeah. I mean it, but I I, I don't know. I liked RVD. I thought he was fun. Uh, he was a fun character. But yeah, I mean, congrats to him. Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. I think uh, having him in the Hall of Fame is is a, an awesome choice. It's a better idea than the Great Khali. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Holy shit! Like that. How weird is that? You <laughs> yeah. know? Like yeah. what a weird Hall of Fame class if you really think about it. Uh-huh. Like. Eric Bischoff, Kane, Rob Van Dam, the great Kali. I still swear great Kali is just a slap in the face to Christian. 
Oh, yeah. Which, uh, by the way, I watched his first match back. How was it? It was pretty good. Yeah. Kim and Kazarian, right? Yeah. Both those guys are both those guys are great. So I, I figured it would be. Yeah, it was it was really good stuff. They told yeah. a pretty pretty solid story. Yeah, good for him, man. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Speaking of AEW, uh, this is very very unique news that I don't think anyone was expecting. The next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions, Chris Jericho. Yes, it was a uh, it was good to hear that sound again, like the uh, the, er, the er, well er, the er. the theme that music. sounded dirty. Yeah. yeah it did. <laughs> That's not the countdown sound, pal. That's a, that's a squeaky bit. <laughs> Eric Barker, get out of here, you son of a bitch. I'm going to slap you silly. Uh, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed, like, hearing his little, uh, his, his kind of theme music for just a second. And I thought it was some type of, like, a April Fool's yes. joke. Yeah. Or some type of, like, misdirection. It's kind of what I thought too. Or it, like you know, we're gonna say like fake Jericho, right? You know what I mean? Because right. like, let's be honest, that's happened before. Yes. It so absolutely has. Right. So, but like, then you see like they scroll down. It's like, oh, it's him. And apparently, I was reading today that he got he hit up Austin mm-hmm. after the Taker interview, the, the second one. He's like, I really, I loved it. Yeah. I would love to do one. Yeah. Well, could we talk to the bosses? They were like, sure. Yeah. And honestly, I think this is a huge, huge move for. AEW. Yes. Because you know what? He's probably going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. And it's also a huge move for WWE because this is going to definitely spike up uh, interest in Peacock. Absolutely. Because if you are a wrestling fan in the slightest, you're probably a bigger AEW fan than you are a WWE fan. I would I would say at least right now. Maybe. I mean, but and, still. But you, you at least know Jericho is a huge effing deal. Right. And you know how big of a deal it is to have Jericho... Going to a WWE thing, it's it's one of those things. Like if this was 1998, right? And they were like, "Hey, we want to do a click reunion. Can we borrow Hall and Nash?" Right? No way, that's gonna happen. Hell no! Like not even close. Although I thought about I thought about that because you and I talked about that a little bit off air, and I thought about that. Eric Bischoff did invite Vincent Mann to be on Nitro. Actually, it was the pay per view. Yes, yes, to, to fight him. And he was like, he was like, I was gonna let him in. I was wanting him to come. Like you know, and. Well, no. It's funny as I said, Vince is so insane. Like Hogan's, like he he'll he'll show up and he will kick your ass. Like yeah. he he will do it. Yeah. But I mean, it didn't happen. I, oh God, I would have loved that. Well, you think about it. Like <laughs> I don't think I. So speaking of Peacock, is a little off topic, but I'm sure you you've explored the WWE network on there. Sure. It's there's actually a lot there if mm-hmm. you look at it. It's just kind of harder to navigate. It's set up really weird. Because I did notice like every Royal Rumbles on there. Mm-hmm. Like all, like all, every King of the Ring, like all, they're all there. They're just kind of hard to find. I noticed something, and I don't know if it was a glitch or what, but on some of the WrestleManias, it said like fourteen days left to watch, thirteen days left to watch. I can't, oh. remember, I can't remember what the day was, but it said like there was a time limit. So I don't know if that was a glitch or if they're actually going to be cycling things out. I hope not. Uh, I hope not too. Not that I'm going to go back and watch WrestleMania fifteen, but you know. Or, WrestleMania 2000. But knowing that it was always there, that that's was, the part that bothers me. Yes. Well, so somebody, I, I caught on Twitter uh, the other, and this is how I found this out. I caught on Twitter, somebody was talking about um, some match from uh, the WrestleMania where Chris Benoit won the world title. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, it was Eddie versus Kurt. They were talking about that finish of that match. And I was like, I don't remember ever watching that match, so I went and found it. And the boot, right? Yeah, the and boot. The boot in the small, the like the the small package. Yes, and so I I went back and watched that match, and I was like, fuck, that's such a good match. But 
then I just kept watching it. But yeah, that's how I found out the the expiration date. So hopefully that's just a glitch. But e- either way, I mean, it kind of sucks. It does. Um, hope yeah. Hopefully that's not the case because yeah. that would really that would kill. And the whole idea of what it is. Another thing I noticed with the network is no nitros are on there yet. Nope. They do have thunder. I think they have Saturday night, Saturday night. That's what it yeah. is. Yes. So yeah, that's interesting. So I've been rewatching actually the Monday night war. Cause I actually liked that series when it came out. I did too. It was, it was fun, but I, I have noticed they actually have spliced in commercial breaks, but no I have no commercials, with, but I have it with no commercials. Yeah. So it just goes, and then comes right back. Well, I, I haven't upgraded my plan yet, so I'm still on the 499, and it does the same thing. Oh, really? So they just haven't – they've spliced the parts. It's even like that on the WrestleManias. Oh, okay. Um, they've spliced the parts, but they just haven't put in place the commercials yet. <laughs> Super interesting. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, we'll see We'll see how it goes, but um, I don't know, man. Like, it's 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 weird how, how, it's, how you navigate it. Yep. And maybe it's because WWE Network was so well laid out. Yeah. Well, and and also too, that was the only thing they had to focus on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like NBC or Peacock has so much to focus on. Yeah. And so they're probably just like, I just throw it all in there. They can they can look at the A through Z if they're wanting to find something. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. But Jericho coming up on Broken Skull Sessions, I think will be a a pretty solid get for them. Absolutely. And it kind of makes me wonder if that'll open the door for things like, you know, Cody Rhodes down the line, if if that was ever a possibility. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I would love a Cody Rhodes interview from Steve Austin. I mean, especially like a current day Cody Rhodes interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that would be a hell of a job, like a hell of a interview. That's also, but that's one of those things where wouldn't it be smarter on their part to, to bring in a legend, let's say like a Mick Foley, mm-hmm. who's not really under a deal. Hey, we want you to interview the AEW people for like this special. Right. I don't know. So this is kind of a once in a lifetime thing. It's just kind of surprising to see that they pulled it off, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, other news, Retro Mania Wrestling is officially out. It's available, I believe, on all the platforms. You uh, picked mm-hmm. it up on Xbox, correct? Yep. Got it on the old Xbox One. Uh, you played it a little bit on the uh, on the Patreon <laughs> feed. Um I've been following this this news for a while that this game was coming out because it's like the official sequel to WrestleFest. It's very mm-hmm. uh, it's very arcade based, uh, but uh, to me a lot better than WrestleFest in the sense of there's a bigger roster. Yep. I love all the different arenas. I love how different they are. Yep. I love that like War Horses is like hell. Yeah, essentially, yeah. and then like you know the the Major Brothers have like the Hasbro ring. I think that's super yep. cool. Yep. So I I dig I dig the concept of it. I do too. I I, I think it's and and it's pretty fun to play. The controls for me are a little difficult, um, just because it is very much a beat 'em up. You know, I mean, and so a lot of stuff. I'm sure there is skill involved, but a lot of stuff feels like it's all just chance to me. Yeah. And um. And so I don't know. It's but it is a fun game. I haven't dove too deep into it. Obviously, I did the uh, retro rumble. Right, that was fun. But I'd like to see what happens. You know, in the uh, the story mode and then the whatever cha- other championship mode they got. I do dig the roster. I do too. I uh, initially I, I know like the ones that got my attention was the Road Warriors. Yes, both of them being in there, I thought that was really cool. But I also think it's cool that there's like the Road Warriors. There's technically three tag teams. Yep, the Road Warriors, the Blue World Order, which is like a three man team, and then like Hawkins and. Ryder, which is you know Myers yeah. and Cardona, but then you got like Austin Idol, which is like makes no sense. I don't even know who Austin Idol is. He was like a Memphis guy from way back, okay. and then like Nikita Koloff. It's like I thought that was cool, but I was like really weird. 
It's a super, super weird roster. Yep. I know uh, online a big running joke is people have been trying to get him to sign Demolition. Yeah, I'd love that. And they kind of keep being like, yeah, it's not Demolition. Yeah, it's not Demolition. And so I'm like, man, that would be badass. Oh, yeah, it would be. Because I think Axe owns that. Yeah. So it's not impossible. Yeah, I, I just wonder if they've tried and they said no or something. But again, why would you? Like, hey, we're going to pay you money for this. Like, Some people are weird, man. Yeah, but that would be... Pretty amazing DLC. Absolutely. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But I, I haven't picked it up yet. Good friend of the show, David Thomas, told me it's on the Switch and it's on sale right now. Okay. So he's like, if you want to grab it, now's the time. And I was like, dude, maybe I need to do that. Yeah. So because that's definitely something I want to play for sure. And also too, I, uh, I heard on the Patreon you were talking about that new game, the Wrestle Code. Yes, it's, uh, it's not out yet, but it is. I follow their Twitter and dude, they have an insanely. Full roster, a crazy roster, and it's a simulation type game, more closer to you know the WWE series. The graphics look incredible from what I've seen as far as the renderings go. Mm-hmm. I'm so stoked for that game, dude. Like, Beer City Bruisers in that, I yeah, I know, but like so are the, like the Headbangers, right? Like it's super all over the place. There's a lot of guys in there I didn't even know. Yeah, but. I don't. Know. I dig it. You know? I'm I don't know. stoked for that. Is that supposed to be like a platform game, or I think it's another one that's probably going to start out on Steam mm-hmm. and probably branch out to the consoles at some point. I Steam is kind of like the starting grounds. I feel like for a lot of these independent game companies, which yeah. is totally fine with. I me. think. I think even Rob Van Dam's in that. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I saw his Sandman. Maybe that. like there's a lot like Scott Steiner. There's like yeah. a lot of like well known legends. Yeah. And then just like some independent guys. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. So hopefully that'll we'll get some news on that before too long. But Absolutely. Uh, what do you say we dive into a little bit of movie talk here? Let's do it. This is Break Up and Bay up at the movies. Yeah, this is Break Up and Bay up at the movies. Oh, this is Break Up and Bay up at the movies. Yeah, this is Break Up and Bay up at the movies. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, tell you what we got now. Big underscore Bane. Uh, the debut, the official debut of Godzilla versus Kong. It's available in theaters or on HBO Max yes. for thirty days. I definitely plan to watch this. I haven't yet, but I know a lot of people seem to be digging it. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're kind of almost making this like a monster verse. Yep. Which I think is cool because there's been this is the third Godzilla film. Second Kong film, and I, I've heard maybe it will kind of lead to other monsters. I'm all about that, dude. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I was reading something. I can't remember the total amount of monsters in this monster verse, but apparently there's a bunch. And well, there was a lot of Godzilla villains, right. and I didn't really follow those old school Godzilla films. I didn't too either. Much. Yeah, but um, the um, I can't remember what video it was I watched. But yeah, there's a, there's quite a quite a large monster verse out there, and so I I think it's cool that we get to see him. These movies to me have never been like the most amazing films in the world to me. No, but they're fun. They're very fun to watch, and that's I'm I'm really excited to watch this. I haven't had a chance to, and uh, I won't get a chance to this weekend. But uh, as soon as I get a chance, by God, I'm by watch God, it. I mean it's a giant ape fighting a giant radioactive dinosaur. Yeah, how could you hate that? And the freaking the giant ape is smart enough to rip off a scale and turn it into a freaking battle axe. Like, holy hell. Hell yeah. I mean. That's amazing. He didn't get anywhere by being no dummy. Damn right. So anyway, um, we, we kind of spent the last few weeks kind of talking about the, the theater and 
we've done some energy shots on it. Did COVID kill the theater and all that mm-hmm. stuff? And, mm-hmm. you know, kind of with last week, we talked about Black Widow going to Disney Premium, yeah. I think is what it's called, where you can basically buy it ahead of time before it's released. Yeah. Normally. Right. Um, Godzilla versus Kong is on HBO Max for 30 days and then it goes away, but then you can, you know, buy it later on or whatever. Anyway. We were kind of saying how, like, this is kind of a, a good idea, yeah. right? Because people aren't really going to the theaters. Why not? Right. Well, uh, David Thomas, um, good friend of the show, sent me this. And I was going to read it and kind of get your take on it here. Okay. He said, uh, listening to you guys talking about the theaters, I have mixed thoughts. Next year, HBO is planning on stopping same day as theater releases and releasing them 45 days after. I think maybe some studios will have same day digital as theater. I think theaters will stay somewhat will stay somewhat when things go back to normal as they can. People will still get out, and even if they're going indoors to sit down to watch a giant TV screen. I get the convenience of renting on demand the same day, but for example, watching the MCU movies at home is not the same experience as watching in a theater. Also, crying babies and people talking in theaters doesn't happen as much to me, I guess. LOL. Yeah. So I think what he's saying is the experience of a movie theater is different than at home. Yes. And I do get that. Oh, yeah, big time. Because it is a huge screen. Yeah. Sound, surround sound like crazy, almost bursting your eardrums loud. And I mean, but I mean, I'm not saying that like in a derogatory way. Like I'm saying, like it's, it's it's like that. Right. Like people love that. And, and, and then, you know, the, the mood, like the popcorn, the, all that. I, I totally get it. I am just an anti social. D bag and I, I want to be at home like all the time. Yeah. And and so it this has been not only a convenience, but like almost like a gift from the gods to me. <laughs> right. Because you're the type, like I think even if you wanted to go to the theater to watch something, you didn't really want to go. I get social anxiety about being out in public like that. Yeah. 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 Which is weird. You weren't I didn't really feel like you were like that when you were younger. Yeah, I mean I was to a, an extent, but it's gotten worse. Yeah way worse since since I gotten older. And I know there was times when you'd go to like the theater, but you'd go at like a really non-peak time. Yeah. So like when I had a I, I watched Deadpool was it Deadpool one or Deadpool two? I can't remember which one, but I at the time I had Wednesdays off. Yeah. And Wednesdays at one theater it was like five dollar tickets. So I would go to that theater out in like Broken Arrow, which is like forty minutes away from us, not really that long. Like the Warren, right? Thirty. Yeah, the Warren Theater. And great theater and um, go there five bucks. I was like there with one other person and it was fine. Yeah. And that's, I think another issue is because a lot of theaters are just weekends. Yes. So that you know, they're going to be busy. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. Like to me, I watching that last blockbuster documentary. I don't know if you have a chance to see that or not. I haven't, yet. I haven't watched it yet. I was talking to Travis Fowler about it. It's like they brought up a lot of points of like one guy said, you know, I've never I've never had the same feeling renting a movie as I did watching it on Netflix. There's something yeah. about getting the, the DVD or the VHS, paying for it, getting a receipt. Hey, it's due back by this day and going home and putting it in. That feeling is different. But yeah. at the same time, he said, I, I can't I'm not going to go start buying CDs right again because right. it's that it's just completely bypassed now well and that's that's not with cds too it was such a like oh i cannot wait to go to best buy and get the new album you know mm-hmm. whatever band that was and you know now it's like oh they released music cool boop it's on my phone yep you know it, it it's it's it is a totally different experience but it's so much more convenient and i love it 
And I don't know, for me, the movie theater, it is so much more convenient. Now, if, if that is the plan, they're going to take them back to the theaters and then it's going to be 45 days out before they're on HBO, then like, yeah, that's going to suck. But I mean, you and any other longtime listener knows that I didn't watch any new movie until it came out on uh, Vudu. Well, <laughs> right. And I think that's what only thing that that's going to hurt is it's probably going to hurt that streaming service. Yes. More than anything, yeah. because like Disney Plus, it's cool. Yeah. For the, like, but I, I never really honestly got it for the, the Marvel films mm-hmm. because I bought all of those. Yeah. I got it for the new exclusive series. Now, I will say that 45 days after it releases in theaters is still a hell of a lot sooner than, you know, four months or whatever it is that it right. was to get on the rental. I mean, right. I mean, 45, that's only a month and a half. Yeah. Normally it's like what, three months. Yeah. Three Some or four months. Sometimes. Like yeah. But what's weird about that is, um, and I don't know if there's any that still exists, but there used to be like dollar theaters. Yeah. We still have, we still have one in town. Do we? Yeah. Where's that? It it's, um, it's kind of by, I think it's around the 61st Domingo area. Anybody who's not from Tulsa has no idea, but I think it's around, is it Eaton Square? Oh, okay. Yes. That's, yes. that's, I think it's like 61st and Memorial. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, now we're talking about, yeah, yeah, that's a dollar theater. I think so. I could be wrong. And there used to be a dollar theater around 21st and Sheridan too. Yeah. There used to be, well, I mean, there used to be one on Memorial there, mm-hmm. like 51st and Memorial. Then there's one on like 71st and Memorial. Yeah. And that I, one's. Again, people that aren't from here don't right, get that. That one's at the Synergy place now though, yes. right? Yeah. Right. Well, but what's funny about that. Is you think dollar theater? Oh, these movies are old. They're not even on DVD yet. Right. They're not really old. Yeah. They're just not in the actual theater. And so if you missed it, that's a hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. I mean, I will say I've been to the theaters and they are they are sketchy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they are no. I mean, they're like the Sand Springs movie theater sketchy. There was a movie theater really close to where I lived in Tampa, uh-huh. and it was in a shopping center next door to a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And um, I've never seen a movie theater in a uh, shopping center. Yep. So that was kind of weird, but it's like cheap tickets. Yep. So we went and saw and whatever, like Amazing Spider-Man or something. Right. A bunch of the guys. And it was like such a horrible theater. Like yeah. Horrible. Yeah. But it was cheaper tickets. But then it's like there was an AMC 10 minutes up the road. Yep. And it's like it's more expensive, but it's not that much more expensive. Right. So it's kind of that weird Kind of like the Sand Springs Theater. Yeah, it was cheap, but it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Seats were uncomfortable. I mean. The floor, like literally. Yeah, <laughs> sticky. <laughs> sticky floor. Like it had been months since they mopped that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just disgusting. Place. That or they were mopping it with Dr. Pepper. Right. I mean, it yeah. was awful. Yeah. So, and that's the thing is like, it is what it is, but you're like, man, I don't want to spend all this money for this horrible experience. Yeah. So anyway, I, my point is with with reading what David Thomas wrote, I totally get what he's saying. Oh, absolutely, I do. Yeah, but it's it's that to me, it's 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 very similar to any other store that that, that does or sells anything that you want, like yeah. like Walmart or Target with toys and stuff, and right. them not putting crap out, or yeah. you know, you never know when it's coming in, or you say. Hey, Brick Seek shows they have it. Oh, it's not back there. But right. then the next day they're out, but that what you want, the one you want is gone. Yep. So it's like, well, yeah, they have it. So it's kind of just I think what it comes down to is a lot of places like that are just kind of horrible experiences a lot of yeah. times. Or they can be. Well, and I think like again, I mean, everybody's different, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I think of like Scott Toon, you know, he was talking about how he can't wait till the theaters come back. Can't wait, you know, and like Because it's an outing, it's an event. Right. Me, I 
I I can stay at home for like a month straight and just be fine. You know. See, and that's and that's I think where me and you are different because when I had COVID, yeah. I had a really hard time just not doing anything. That was the best two weeks of my life. See, like I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, I got to get out of the house. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and now I'm kind of lying about that because. I wanted to get out of the house, but it was only to like go get food and come back. Yeah. You know, like that was like, I was like, ah, God, I'd love me some Panda Express right now. Sure. You know, it wasn't like, I'd like to go walk around the mall, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like I, yeah, I'm, I'm such a homebody. Yeah. Big time. So things like this, I'm, I'm all about like the convenience of things being at home. Yeah. And and I think that's kind of what's happening a lot more, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm also hearing some, like someone that I know, she said she's getting, where she's going to have to go back to work now because she's been working at home yeah. since last year. Yeah. But they're like, we only want you to come in Mondays, and you're still going to do all your uh, all your meetings through Skype. She's like, then why am I coming? Right. Well, that's what we got to do. <laughs> that It's one of those things that you've realized you can run business without an actual building, yep. but you still don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's it probably because they're paying rent on that on said building. It's 100% like, it is. Like, well, we got to utilize it somewhat. We got to utilize it somehow. That's right. Um, anyway, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain to a bit of toy talk. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain to a bit of toy talk. All right, big underscore band. We got some toy talk here. So obviously we're going to go through our series of New Japan figures. We'll dive into that here in just a second. But I want to touch on this. Uh, we've talked about Zombie Sailor's retro toy line. He has officially announced the name of it. It is called Heels and Faces. What do you think about that? Oh, I mean, it's decent. Yeah. It's different, right? Yeah, I mean, I, you, different. I assumed it was going to be like Zombie Sailor retro figures. Right. No, he's like Heels and Faces. I'm yeah. Like, That's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's good that he named the line. You know, the cool thing is the logo on heels has like a barbed wire. So it looks like ECW. Okay. And faces is like the old WWF like colors. Okay. I got you. I'm like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. He also announced that they have officially signed Enzo to the line. And I know you are just so happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I mean, he's absolutely <laughs> the definition of a flash in the pan, is he not? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, I don't know of anybody that was more over than Enzo and Cass. Yeah. For in the, that in year. In the modern era. For that year. Yeah. They were super over. And, but the, it took like no time at all for them just to lose everything. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't, don't give a shit. It's one of those things when you see, if you watch old footage of them, like 2017, 2018, whenever that was, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. They were there, weren't they? Yeah. It's kind of like the Dudley Boys returning in 2015. You're like, right. wait, what? That happened? Yeah. Like, I guess at one of the SummerSlams and the pre-show, they had the Dudley Boys versus Sami Zayn and Neville. Yeah. And it's like, that's a, what a weird match. Right. Yeah, because it just doesn't seem like it fits at all. No. But, uh, yeah, Enzo, I will say this. He was supposed to have a Mattel Retro Come out. There's actually a prototype. I thought floating. I remember seeing that. Yeah. There's a prototype floating. I think actually that's when they made the Wolfpack sting, and I could be wrong. Though. Okay, I think it was supposed to be in that wave, and it got pulled, so it never got released. So I don't. To me, he's not on my list of guys I would want. No, I'd rather have the Godwins. Yep. But I mean, wait, are they doing Godwins figures? Well, there's been a tease. 
Holy shit. You didn't know that? No. I thought I told you that. You might have. Maybe I wasn't listening. Well, so um, they did a, 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 a thing years ago. Where he did something with Henry Godwin. Uh-huh. And they po- he posted a picture of, like, zombie himself laying down in a mud pit. And Henry had his, like, foot on his chest like he was about to dump slop on him. Okay. And someone said, oh, we need, God- we need like, you know, farmer Mark Canterbury figures or right. whatever they right. could do to get away from it. And Henry Godwin liked the post. Yeah. So that tells me that there's... If he's doing business with them all about and that. has open communication, I don't know why he couldn't. Yeah. Now that falls into that category of can they do Godwin's? Because I I think Godwin's I think overalls and like you know, plain colored shirts. Yeah. But I don't know. I think they could as long as it's not the name, right? You know, like like that one guy said, Farmer Mark Canterbury, right? Why not? And. uh Speaking of that, I'd love to see a freaking uh, Wrath figure. Dude. Or an Atom Bomb. Well, see, the, now, interestingly enough, they had a Hasbro Atom Bomb. Yes, they did. I did not like that, though. Yeah, it wasn't the best. It, it was in that last weird wave. Weird looking. It was in that last wave. No one really, I don't know too many people that ever like saw that on the shelves. They're very hard to come by nowadays. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess he owns that copyright. He owns Atom Bomb? Yeah, there's Adam Bomb shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees now. I knew that. I just thought he was getting away with it because nobody cared. I, I've heard he owns Adam Bomb, Wrath, and Chronic. Good for him. He's got all three shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. Those are like amazing names, I think. Dude. I 100%. I feel like he would be safer doing a Wrath figure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like that 98 Wrath, that, he was cool as shit. I always Absolutely, yeah. So I'd be all about it. I started following him on Twitter, and it really bummed me out that I had more followers than him. <laughs> so I, I hope to God that Twitter's like brand new. It is okay. Uh, so I was like, I followed him too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, dude, this is sad. Like, we need to like start boosting his cred. Go follow, go follow Adam Bomb. Damn it, do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's weird is there wasn't like a ton of Adam Bomb figures. No. Well, his run was pretty short. Yeah. Joe, you know, he was supposed to have a bendum. No kidding. Yeah, he was supposed to be in Wave 2. It got pulled and um, never got released. So he had the Hasbro Atom Bomb. Yeah. And then there was an Atom Bomb Classic Superstars. Like the... The Jax ones. Like, was it LJN style or no? No, it was like, like the Ruthless Aggression okay. style. Okay, okay. He had a Wrath Toy Biz figure. Okay. And I think there might have been a Chronic Toy Biz figure. But that one actually may have not even been released. I don't know. So not many figures. So I think he actually would be in, very much in line for a guy that needs... One of these. Yes. For sure. So, I mean, th- honestly, you think about all the people that don't have figures, deals right now. There's a lot. Oh, yeah. So, I, I think that's cool. So Absolutely. I dig that he's signing people. Um, but anyway, we got to get on to our third of the four New Japan figures. Tomohiro Ishii. Um, he is, in my opinion, kind of a guy that I'm surprised they included in Wave 1. This is this is like not only have I never seen this figure, I don't even know what this guy looks like. You'll you'll probably so. recognize him when you see him. <laughs> this is cool. Again, I love the slip cover case. Oh yeah, I know this guy. Yeah. So now th- what's funny about it, if you look at his two heads like they don't look that much different. Like squinty eyes basically. Right. Yeah. Cuz he's like he's kind of notorious like you can't even tell if his eyes are open sometimes. Right. Um I did find he actually rode the bus when I was the same bus as me when we when I was in New Japan and he uh dude there's legit six pairs of hands in here that's crazy one two three four five yep six that's insane a lot of hands 
Um, but he's got, you know, again, he's not the most over the top, like a tired guy. Mm-hmm. So he's got like his shorts, his short boots, the never open weight title, the t-shirt. So he's kind of a weird inclusion, I think. But overall, I feel like they did well with him. I mean, he looks yeah. good. Why? I've always been curious about that title. Why does it say never open weight? Like why, why so, is it not in JPW open weight? I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't answer that. Is that just like a thing? Like they thought the word never sound sounded cool, but they didn't really know what it meant. There were, there are some words like that in Japan. Um, I think Noah had a title. What was it called? Like the, the, cause like Noah's are, you know, like IWGP is international wrestling grand prix. Yeah. Noah's were the GHC, which is global honored crown, which I kind of dig. That's what it's called. Like the global honor crown heavyweight title. Right. That's kind of a cool name. Yeah. But like they had like a the, the GHC title, the GHC junior heavyweight title, the tag title, and then the junior heavyweight tag title. But then they had a GHC hardcore title. Okay. But it didn't mean like what we would think hardcore. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like it, it was almost no disqualification match. Kind of, yeah. Okay. But it wasn't like it was just kind of like a seconded title to the heavyweight title. Okay. Without it being. As prestigious, okay. as weird as that seems. Yeah. So there's some titles like that that they have that don't really make a lot of sense sometimes. I got you. The never open weight, I I think the because they also have the never open weight six man tag titles. Well, because never open weight sounds like it's not open weight. Why it's never, I don't know. Right. I'd have to do research to figure that out. But yeah. It'd be one of those things like you could I could when I was there I would ask questions like that to people that kind of knew and they didn't have an answer for right. me. So it's like <laughs> oh okay yeah huh. Because um, some of the guys would have like strange words on their tights. Yeah. And I'm like, like, like pickle. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not pickle. That'd be amazing though. But uh, like, you just see like, just like a random word or something on their, uh, on their gear. And I'm like, well, if, if that means enough to like put it on your gear, yeah, it means something to them. Right. Like, but what, like, why does it say that? And like they, you never get an answer. That's like the equivalent of like white people getting, you know, Japanese tattoos, thinking it means like hope or something like that. And it's and, like, no, that's not what that means. <laughs> yeah, well, and I have heard there's something about how because they obviously their titles they say IWGP in American English. Yes, it's yeah. not in like Japanese kanji or anything like that. Right. So there's something about that. I honestly, I don't know. I've always been curious about that too. Like why does it say I do? And I actually noticed that a lot with Japanese culture. They use English yes, a lot. They do. And I, I was like, that's so interesting to me because they have their own, like what do you, is it called kanji? Is that what I you said? I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. That's a, that's really interesting to me. And it's written uh, vertically. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which is also kind of strange. I feel like it'd be super hard to learn both. Yes. But but I mean, like you'd go to a Gold's Gym. It just says Gold's Gym. Right. It doesn't say anything in Japanese. Yeah. But they know what it is. That's wild. It's super weird. So yeah. I don't I don't know how that happens. But anyway, we um, we're gonna wrap up our toy talk. Dive into some PHPW. Big underscore Bane. Yes. And uh, we what a hell of a night of action at Spring Skirmish. Spring Skirmish really was indeed a skirmish, man. I mean, we we had a hell of a uh, hell of a main event. We just a hell of a night of action. It really was. I mean, lots of lots of stuff happening, and uh, now we are leading into our our big event, boss yeah. fight. Yeah. Before we get into the boss fight, do you want to go over like maybe some of the big things that happened? I would love to. So uh, Travis Fowler 
defeated Drew Vinsel for the PHPW Heavyweight Championship. So wait, does that mean that Tier 1 was ready? Tier 1 was ready. And I mean, you talk about a guy who's got so close so many times. Yes. But he, he wins that briefcase. Yep. He finally gets his opportunity, and man, he made it happen. Good for him. But we can't discount Drew Vinsel. Hell of a title run. Hell of a title. I mean, officially the longest title run we've had at PHPW as far as the heavyweight championship. I and mean, a guy that won it like way quick. Way quick. And... um Amazing match. Travis Fowler, new uh, heavyweight championship. And Congratulations to Tier 1. Yes. Um, tag team championship cage match. High level enterprise versus fully posable. Fully posable came out on top, successfully defending their tag team championship, which is actually the first successful defense of a tag team champion. That has straight up been a hot potato. Absolutely it has. Um, from the beginning. And fully posable, if you remember, they kind of got knocked out of that tag tournament right, right in the middle. Yeah. And you kind of think, oh, maybe they're, you know, maybe doing the favors got their number. Maybe high level enterprises using their experience. But now fully posable's got those titles and, you know, they're still champs. They are. Can't argue with success. Uh, Poetic Profit successfully defended the Die Hard Championship. What a freaking against, battle. Against uh, Big Chuck. I mean, no real surprise to me. I mean, Big Chuck spent a lot of time, uh, quote, unquote, uh, taste testing the the meat back there. And so, I mean, <laughs> in catering. And so he was a little bit full-bellied little during full that, bellied. that match. So uh, Poetic Prophet. Well, take a Tums there, you <laughs> so stupid son of a bitch. Poetic Prophet came out on top, successfully defended um, his. And then, of course, uh, the only other two matches I'm going to go over. Uh, well, I guess we'll go over the other ones. Um, Ethan Chambers won the first level shifts ever chef special battle royal. Congratulations, Ethan. Yeah, first line of catering and... Come May, he'll get an opportunity at the championship, at the uh, gate, Gatekeeper Championship. Congratulations. Yes. So it's a little bit more than you thought. Nice work, Ethan Chambers. Yes. And he's another guy that kind of came in on the scene. You know, he was a little disruptive, letting people know he was there. Yep. Didn't quite pan out for him. This could be his opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, Dmitry Alexandrov was in a another singles match against a mystery opponent, which we now know was Ricky the Roper Rex. And Who are, who's letting these people in, dude? I, I think, I think, uh, I think Bill Bean has stole a key to the buildings. Speaking of that, did you see that he, uh, he released an episode, yes. Travis Fowler. Yes. And he, he talked a lot of junk on us. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So not, not too uh, friendly with that. I still really want to slap him. Yeah. I think eventually you'll have that opportunity. I can't wait. Uh, Gatekeeper Championship was on the line. Dobro with the first big opportunity there against Aaron Anders. But Aaron Anders successfully defended once again. There's a reason we've called him the Gatekeeper before. Yes. And I think Dobro figured that out. But I see a lot of lot of promise with Dobro. A lot of promise with Dobro. So yeah. that's going to wrap up Spring Skirmish. A lot of the main I – mean, obviously, there was a couple matches we left out. Uh, but that's the main – Main things I wanted to touch on. Go watch it. It's amazing. Absolutely. Uh, lots of fun stuff happened. But, dude, we got a, our biggest event of the year, Boss Fight. It's Boss Fight, so the announcements aren't stopping. We are going – how many matches are we going to announce today? We're going to announce three, announce three today. Three matches today. Okay. Yes. Three announced matches are going to be happening at Boss Fight. Yes. So, and, you know, we've got a new heavyweight champion, so that completely changes a lot of dynamic there. Absolutely. So, yeah, let's go ahead and let's hear those announcements. Well, I figured we would start with the ones that we already knew about. Of course. So, this week we're going to announce the ones that we already knew, which is the PHPW Championship, Elvis Aliaga taking on Travis Fowler. Now, I, if I'm not mistaken, these two have fought before, have they not? Very early on in PHPW. That's what I thought. They fought. Now, Travis Fowler, you know, Tier 1 was ready. 
But is he ready again, Big Underscore Bane? We will find out. And Elvis Aliaga, he's a veteran. Yes. He, he's another guy that didn't have the greatest start in PHPW. Yes. But he's turned a corner. He's found his footing. I wouldn't be shocked if we see a new heavyweight champion at Boss Fight. Wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, I, I cannot take anything away from Elvis Aliaga because, I mean, as flashy as he is in that entrance, he knows what the hell he's doing inside of those rings. He absolutely does. So then we also have the Gatekeeper Championship on the line as Aaron Anders defends against the Soda Hunter. So this is interesting because Soda Hunter, I don't believe, has ever challenged for the Gatekeeper Championship. He has not. Now, he's another guy that has, on numerous occasions, come so close to that heavyweight title. Yep. But he hasn't quite uh, cracked that glass ceiling. But Aaron Anders has had a stronghold on that Gatekeeper title. Yeah. I think he's actually got it glued to his abdomen. I'm kind of wondering, yeah. right? Like, he doesn't have any plans of dropping that. But Soda Hunter, man, he gets all jacked up on Surge. Yeah. You never know. I'm excited to see it, though. Me too. And then, um, of course, the last match that I want to announce, which is the last one that we knew about already, is the Die Hard Championship will be on the line as Mike the Cleaner, head of security, takes on the champ, Poetic Prophet. Poetic Prophet, our first diehard champion. Yes. Our only only diehard champion. Die champion. Mike the Cleaner, though, I'm telling you, this dude is going to get down and dirty. Yes. He'll fight you any room in yes. the building. Yes. I could see this match being an absolute, just chaotic, insane thing. It's going to be tough for us to call. Oh, absolutely. Because I don't think it's going to be a match. I think this is going to be an outright fight. It's going to be a fight the entire time. And I feel like Poetic Prophet's match, I mean, he's not had easy opponents. I, I believe, didn't he defend against Jason Wolf a couple of months ago? Yes. And then, more recently, Big Chuck. Yes. Uh, you know, so this is another big test for him. I'm excited to see it. That diehard championship is kind of becoming a favorite of mine because it's so chaotic. It's so unpredictable. Yeah, which is, you know. Perfect for PHPW. Exactly. Yes. So th those are the matches that we are announcing. Next week, we will have some more announcements headed your way, but this card's already shaping up to be a hell of a night. It, it really is. Boss Fight's going to be quite an event. We've got three big title matches there. Um, and, you know, if you're listening to this, tweet out what you think. Tweet out your predictions. Yes, absolutely. Tag us. Tag at PHPW. I wouldn't be shocked if we see a lot of new champions happening. Yeah, I, I right there with you. Well, that kind of rounds out our PHPW news. Now to dive into our uh, our tournament here. Let me pull up the bracket. Marvel versus DC. This is again going to be an interesting tournament. Um, wow, this is uh, this is an interesting one. We had, of course, this one is, is on the Marvel side. We we did the lower right hand side of the bracket. Mm -hmm. Magneto versus Rogue. So two X Men characters, one yes. villain, one uh, one good guy, I guess. Eighty percent. To 20%. Yeah. Not a shocker. Magneto moves forward. Yeah, very unfortunate because I'll be honest, I think Rogue honestly could have taken him. Yeah, but again, I, I someone even tweeted, like, well, you know, does she literally takes the powers? Yeah, but someone tweeted me, like, asking, like, does Rogue's power do this? I'm like, I'm not the writer, dude. This is for right. you to decide. Like, yeah. Well, he would, I think, I think that guy was asking, like, if he, if she takes his powers, does that mean they're like magnets who don't? can't touch each other or something like that. And it's like, I didn't hell if I know, I mean, I mean we didn't write the character. So right. I, mean, like, I mean, we have no idea. I mean, I would assume they'd still be able to fight, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Magneto wins. Magneto wins and moves on to the semifinals. So that means he will face either the winner of Spider-Man and Nightcrawler, but that won't be next week. This uh, coming week, we're going to go back to the DC side, the lower left-hand side of the bracket, Batman. I mean, 
It's Batman, right? Do you even have to say the other name? <laughs> Zatanna. <laughs> that was a pick of yours, which yes. uh, Zatanna, is, I, feel, I feel like, is a uh, underutilized character. Underutilized character. And maybe not the uh, the, the the best character choice, but um, I don't know. Like I, I, I really liked the idea of having Zatanna in this tournament. I feel like she got a bad draw, though, going up against Batman in the first first round. She definitely did get a bad draw, but the winner of this will have to go up against Lobo. Yes. Which is also going to be a tough one. If it ends up being Batman versus Lobo, Lobo's kicking Batman's ass. Think so? Yes. We shall see. Again, that kind of falls in that category. Does everyone know who Lobo is? Yeah. I mean, maybe not. You better you better study up, fools. Better study it up. So go vote at BBPH918. Let us know what you think. Batman Zatanna. Yes. So, uh, Big Underscore Bane, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Let's just plug it up. We will plug it up. So, if you enjoyed this show, uh, we would like you to check out uh, some other shows from some other friends of ours, including the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott over there. Uh, Great show. Mm -hmm. Great dudes. Um, One of my favorites, especially if you like wrestling figures. I cannot recommend it enough. Yep. Uh, You know, unless you're a big Radical Skedaddle fan. I mean, you think about it. Jeff doesn't like a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Radical skedaddle. Yeah. Uh, the office. Yeah. I mean, those aren't related at all. No, but they're important. So, oddly enough, um, Fully Posable has a new sponsor. I believe it's Homage. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Homage? 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 I don't know. You're being serious? Yeah. Oh, it's Homage. Homage? Yeah, I thought you were making like an Anchorman joke. I'm not making an Anchorman <laughs> joke. Are you sure it's Homage? Pretty sure it's Homage. Or um, Homage. Homage? I thought it was more like Homage. Maybe it's Homage. Yeah, but I don't know. But it's a t-shirt company. Yes. And they have a lot of old school looking WWE shirts. Uh-huh. They also have some office shirts that are absolutely fantastic. I, I think I sent you one that I that I ordered. Yes. And it's NBA Jam style. It is yes. Michael Scott and Dwight. Now, I don't know if you saw. They also have a Kevin and a big pot of chili. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Which is just like, that's really freaking good. incredible. So I've heard good things about their shirts, too, being super soft. Super and, soft. Yeah. Uh, I immediately hit up. Um, they're an Ohio-based company. So I hit up Travis okay. Fowler to see if he had ordered. And he goes, I haven't, but I want to. And I'm like. Okay, well, I just did, so I'll let you know. Hell yeah. And then I hit up a good t-shirt connoisseur, Elvis Aliaga. Okay. Potentially the next PHBW champion. Yes. And he said he has ordered from them, and he said they are incredible. They're awesome. Really soft. So I'm excited to get that Office shirt in. Yeah. I ordered uh, the Legion of Doom and the Office, which I ordered Legion of Doom because I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Does that mean they're doing work with WWE again because they have a shirt? Oh. I didn't think about that. Because they're officially licensed. And I thought, ooh, that might sell out quick. So I ordered that, ordered the office. And then I also ordered, because they had a deal, like if you ordered X amount, you got free shipping. Yeah. I ordered a Bebop and Rocksteady shirt. Because they have a full line nice. of Nickelodeon, too. Nice. So I'm like, this is a pretty cool t-shirt company. Yeah. And if if you use the, the promo code FPP20, you save 20%. Yeah. Which, saving 20% free shipping, that's a hell of a deal. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, for uh, for if you're looking for some good t-shirts... Check that out and uh, use that fully posable code. Do it. Uh, doing the favor with Eric and Barry. Great dudes. Great show. Yep. Super hilarious. I also ordered the uh, legwork shirt, the nice. original legwork shirt. Nice. So I wanted to I wanted to get that going. So I ordered that the other day. Pretty cool stuff. Should be coming in soon. Check out their show. Um, also, I forgot to mention, check out Scott from Fully Posable's other project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. 
Super fun as well. Uh, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Check out their show. Mm-hmm. Super fun look at the retro world of pro wrestling. Um, which, oddly enough, I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I don't think that I did. But um, he's a huge DVD tape guy. So he doesn't have to worry about any of the Peacock edits. Oh, nice. Because you got all the originals. And I'm like, yes. man, you're a smart man. Hell yeah. Uh, Ringside Rant with RJ. Check out his show. The Leisure and Lariat's podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some big news coming out soon. Can't talk about it yet, but soon enough it'll be fun. Oh, boy. Elite Eight Showdown with old Big Chuck and Tim. Big Chuck and Glizzy. Um, That's one of your favorite people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, got, I, I was out of the loop on podcasts last week. I didn't listen to anything. So I got nothing bad to say about him this week. Okay. Well, that'll yeah. probably change. That'll probably change. I'm going to save my hate speech for uh, next week on, on Big Chuck. We'll do that. He's uh, losing losing some weight. He is. Yeah, you know? good for him. Yeah, good for him. I mean, it's it's making his face look wrinkly and just like <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> Boy, there's a backhanded compliment for you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm proud of him. You know, yeah, for, for losing sure. Weight. He doesn't like compliments, you know, so I got to give him some shit. You know, along with the compliments. I wonder if he likes kicks to the balls, because I'd like to give him one of those. I think he does, yeah. I think I think he's a little bit into the dominatrix type of thing. You know, I could see that. Whatever works for you. Yeah. So, yeah, Lead, lead Age Showdown. Check out their show. Boots of the Face. Check out that show. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. Uh, again, great show. Um, yes. Travis Fowler sends me a picture of Wendy's Fries. Like, soggy <laughs> pond water or something like it was what he called it. It was like, gross, man. Dude, you know what's weird? I it's had like, Wendy's fries the other day, and I was like, "These are so good." I don't know what everybody's talking about. You really? Yes. You like them? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're bad. I just don't think they're that good. I I thought they were great. I like the fact that they're thicker cut, you know. And I mean, you like them thick, huh? Damn right I do. Hell yeah! Like cowboy. my fries, like I like my women. Hell yeah, um, cowboy! And you know what's funny is I also had Olive Garden last week. Breadsticks were still dog shit. Really? Yes. I I don't see the big deal. So we're like, were they fresh out of the oven? No, I mean we got it to go. I mean, well, that's the problem. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there and eat it. I'm not gonna tip a waitress twenty bucks to give me shit breadsticks. Well, that okay, but you a, can't say that they were shit if they weren't like if you didn't. Did you not throw them in your own oven? Heat them up and get well, them yeah, all. Yeah, I did that. I mean, yeah, I heated yeah. them up, but it's just they, there's like no. Fla- they're dry as hell. There's no flavor. See, I, I totally disagree. I think their breadsticks are great. Not good. Um, but I don't know how you can sit there and say Olive Garden breadsticks are shit, but these Wendy's fries are tasty. Yeah, because there's flavor to these fries. Potatoes and bread are two totally different things, pal. No, I, I get that. But bread, again, is kind of like pizza or ice cream. Even if it's not that good, it's still good. You No, you have never you have never had pumpernickel, my friend. <laughs> if you think that. I, I never had pumpernickel. There's, 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 a lot of, there's a lot of bread that is not that good. Pumpernickel is not that bad. But there's a, there's a lot of, it, it takes you a little while to get used to it. But, oh, I'm sure. I've had a lot of different types of bread, though. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Europe, man. Well, I had European I'm, bread. I'm proud of you, Breaker. <laughs> well, they like boil their bread. It's totally different. But yeah, it was still good. No, uh, I actually got a, a DM from, I had to send Drew Vinsel that, that t shirt. And he actually asked me, he's like, do you guys have a uh, I Have Heat with Bane shirt? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no, not yet. That's not a bad idea, though. There's probably a lot of people that got heat with you. Dude, you absolutely right they do. <laughs> but uh, Tales from the State, check out that show. Uh, Wreck My Podcast yeah. with uh, the with Jordan Zeilinger, Cam Craiger, Joe, all those guys who are also featured on PHPW. Yes. Um, so check out that show. Super fun. 
Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Check out that show. And then, of course, uh, check out our artist at The Art of Jason Wolf and his podcast, Howling with the Wolf. And we got to talk about this because we haven't talked about it yet. It's that season. It's that mowing season. Yes. Time for that power mowing hour to happen. We released a new shirt, Big Underscore Bane. Yep. Uh, the power mowing hour shirt. So how this kind of happened, as best of my recollection, is Travis Fowler, I'm pretty sure, came up with this this, this idea. Or the hashtag, anyway. Oh, yeah. He started, because that was when he was listening to our show, was during, you know, he, he, he liked mowing. to He liked to listen when he was mowing. Yeah. And uh, here here's, I took that as a huge compliment, and I will tell you why. I know if I'm mowing, I want to make sure I'm listening to something good. Yeah. So I felt like that was a huge compliment that yeah. he chose to listen to us when he was mowing. So I thought that was cool. And uh, now that it's, you know, April mowing season's hitting again, mm-hmm. the power mowing hour hashtag should be hitting yeah. soon. And he, like, what about a power mowing hour shirt? I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. We haven't done that yet. Why, why haven't we done that? I don't know. And uh, so we kind of got our heads together and we kind of came up with the bash, bash at the beach style design. Yep. I thought that's kind of a fun idea. I threw it over to the one and only at Art of Jason Wolf. Who did what he always did? He made it way better than I even described. He killed it. Yep. Yeah. So super cool. Like if you look at it, there's like uh, instead of the surfboards, I had him do like um, the weed eaters. <laughs> yes. Which is just amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's super fun. You can get that now on whatamaneuver.net. I'm going to get mine in a, t- in a tank top. A tank top, huh? Oh, yeah. So that makes sense for the summer. Yep. I thought it would actually look really good in a hoodie, but it doesn't really fit the... It's not hoodie weather. It is definitely not sweater weather, you know, no, when, you, no. when you need that shirt, so... And of course, you could cut, out, cut the sleeves off and do it like the sleeveless hoodie. Yeah. That's just super cool guy. First time I ever saw a sleeveless hoodie, it was Kurt Angle wearing it, and I was like, God, he looks so badass right Dude, now. he does. Yeah. It makes no sense, but yeah, it looks, makes no sense, but he looks badass in a sleeveless hoodie. It was that vignette, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I knew exactly what you were thinking. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty cool stuff. But um, also, if you like wrestling comic books, check out Grapple Hold and To Be the Man. Evil ain't good. You can find those on Amazon. And uh, To Be the Man's also on Comicsology. And Grapple Hold is written and illustrated. Yes, by David Thomas. A lot of hard work went into that. So if you have the time, definitely go check it out because it is well worth it. We both own it, and I mean, it's good it's, shit. It's a great read, yeah. and uh, you can get it through Kindle yes. on Amazon if you're if you're not a you know physical media type of person i highly recommend it Mm -hmm. and i'm really wanting david thomas to do a sequel i hope he's working on it i hope so too then of course we also have other podcasts um my other show you know it's fake right the ongoing battle with the dirtiest four letter word of pro wrestling this week i had a good friend of mine simon gotch on the show a lot of praise on that episode a lot of people really dug it it was very open and honest yeah and uh wasn't that i necessarily was like hey Let's do a deep dive. But he kind of went and he kind of told a lot of stories that a lot of people probably didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of opens people's eyes to what maybe working in the WWE really is like or just in wrestling in general. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, people d- dug that. So I thought that was cool. But I was the only one that had a new show this week. Your old pal Bill Benis left you out. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God I wasn't a part of that. <laughs> yeah. He FaceTimed Travis Fowler naked. Yeah. And I will say this. Uh, I listened to the episodes. I was like, oh, weird. Bill dropped the new episode without I'm me. Pretty sure um, I unsubscribed, but it showed back up in my feed. Really weird, right? And downloaded. I thought that was odd. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he FaceTimed Travis on accident trying to get to Trisha. Of course. And he was naked with the exception of the Global Wrestling Extreme Heavyweight Championship around his crotchal region, which those titles are really small. Yeah, so obviously. I mean, <laughs> it's weird. Um, but he called me before 
he FaceTimed Travis, which means... You just, oh, you didn't answer? I didn't answer, which means that he tried to call me while he was... Did he try to FaceTime you or just call you? He was trying to call me. Mm-hmm. I think he was maybe wondering where I was at. Sure. Um, but just tried to call me. But he was naked Ah, while he called me. I don't ever want him calling me when he's naked. To be fair... I don't ever want him calling me, period. Well, but okay, play the devil's advocate. I'm not a Bill Beatus fan. You know this. Right. But you wouldn't know that he's naked. I, I would imagine if he had got a hold of me and was like, "Hey, Bane, come to the come to the studio. We got to record." And I actually did. And you know, the eighteen year veteran with his like little bill hanging out. I mean, my God. Okay, well, here's what I'm saying though. He's called you before, right? He's probably been naked those times. I, God, I don't want to think about that. I'm just saying, like I, the the thing maybe, is, maybe maybe he's the type of guy when he gets on the phone, he just takes his clothes off. The thing is, is this particular instance, I knew for a fact he was naked. True, and that's the problem I have. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I don't see him being naked when you show up at the studio. I, you never know with Bill. Why would he be naked? It was April Fool's Day. Well, you did pull a pretty good prank on him a while back. Did I did, not? and he's pretty dumb. Did you hear his rib? <laughs> About swapping gear bags. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's not that good. That's not good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't expect him to ever get like a, a funny joke on anybody. Right. Yeah. Um, I still want to slap him in his face. Yeah. You owe him one. I do owe him one. It'll happen someday. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no holds barred with Bill Benis. And so is this, does this mean like season four is going to be happening soon? What's going on? <sighs> I don't know. I have no idea. I still haven't talked to him. Huh? I haven't talked to him. I didn't call him back. That's good. Would you have called him back? No, I wouldn't call hell, him anyway. Hell no. I still want to slap him. Yeah. It bothers me that I that he knows where I live. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's like been creeping in my windows at night. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't like that. Yeah. I also don't like that the window's right by my headboard because it's like right by my face. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Like that's not a you know, you don't want to see Bill Beanus when you wake up. Not, you don't want to see Bill Beanus ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Not even if there's a fire. <laughs> uh of course we also have uh you can go to all of Bane's music. On uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. Yep. And then, of course, if you want to support us, uh, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. We have four tiers available, and we actually have a new patron. Yes. Good old Dobro. Yeah, Dobro, uh, which he's been a super... He just had a birthday. Yes. Him and Travis Fowler both share April Fool's Day as their birthday. Yes. So big shout out to those guys. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. The birthday bros. Yes. Um, but you know, Dobro's one, been one of those guys. He's always been super positive. Oh yeah, and you know, just always helping people out and just sharing stuff on Twitter, letting people know about our shows, which I always think is cool. Absolutely, yeah, just a great guy all around. A- absolutely, and uh, I believe he's got a uh, Power Mowing Hour shirt on the way. He does. So sign up when you sign up for that tier, you get a free shirt of your choosing. So yes, you do. Make it happen. Boom. And then, uh, of course, um, Average Panda Gear and. Outsiders Beard Co. Yes. Any news there? No new news on uh, Average Panda. The spring scents are up on Outsiders Beard Co. Okay. So check that out. Um, I'm still working on the uh, the the new scent for spring. I'm, I'm not sure. I actually like have a, a trial run in my beard right now. How's how you liking it? It's it's not bad. I think I got the the mixture a little wrong. You should do a scent um, called Venus Breath. And just have it be like farts. <laughs> <laughs> it was like old moldy tacos. There's there's a uh, there's actually like a a fragrance oil that's just called fart, and it's like boy that would be a, a hell of an April Fool's prank. That would be yeah, but especially yeah. for him. Now this is a uh, I'm trying to do the I'm trying to work out the honeysuckle scent right now. So it's like 
Does he use your beard balm? He's got a beard. Hell no, he doesn't use my oh, beard. Jerk. Yeah. Um, but it's a uh, it's honeysuckle, um, peach, and um, I'm trying to figure out a little bit of a woodsy scent to add into it. I tried cedarwood. I'm not sure if I like that. So I'm still working out some kinks. Sure. But um, it's uh, it's pretty good. The the uh, peach and the honeysuckle kind of blend together really, really nice. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. I dig so, it. Yeah. So be on the lookout. Possible Absolutely. new stuff on the way. Yes. And we already mentioned our t-shirts, but you can find all of our t-shirts on a few different websites. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. Uh, BBPH.RedBubble.com. I'm actually wearing the uh, Cupid's Revenge shirt. Our yes. February event. Oh, which yeah. Was, which is a fun one. And then WhatAManeuver.net. Um, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Big underscore Bane has a shirt there as well. There's, I think, two Bane shirts. There's two BBPH shirts. So yep. you can get the G.I. Joe-inspired design and the new Power Mowing Hour design. And I want to say real quick, I love working with watermaneuver.net. They are just so easy to work with. It's like such amazing people over there. Yeah. When I when I told him we wanted to put up a new design, he's like, here's what we need, mm-hmm. and I can have it up today. I'm like, hell yeah. Awesome. Like, they are just great people to work with. And they promote it on social media. And that's one thing I've always liked about them is they're, they're always quick when they see somebody who's, you know, got a shirt on. They immediately retweet it. They'll yep. share it, whatever they need to do. Absolutely. And they're really good about that. So that's I always like working with them. Yeah, I do too. I think that's really, really cool. So um, I think it helps. Like Mike over there, um, he, just great dude, emails, DMs, yep. whatever I needed to make it happen. Just awesome, awesome people to work with. Absolutely. So Big underscore Bane, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That is it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, cause this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fox or let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.